We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ron, let's go out to the fan hotline again, presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. And on the fan hotline, we find the Noah constrictor, Mr. Noah Hiles of the Post-Gazette, covers pit basketball. And I have a very simple question for him. He's, are you on your way to Miami? First of all, that's my first question. Is that where you're headed? No, I'm, I'm heading back to Pittsburgh, and then I fly into Miami on Friday. So Lucky you. Quick, yeah, going back and forth. Well, here's my question. Does Pitt still have a realistic chance to make the NCAA tournament? What needs to happen? Realistic, my word. I mean, really, like there is an actual path, but they need to be near perfect for the rest of the regular season. Just looking at the ACC right now, Joe, it has to be a lesser valued league than it was last year. And I know how much we talked about mm. how the ACC's perception in Ken Palm and the net rankings hurt Pitt last year while it was a bubble team. I mean, this is a team that, I mean, the harder part of its schedule is almost over, uh, but it, it's still. It's, it's still toward the bottom of the pack right now, and it's in a conference where, with the exception of three teams, pretty much everyone else is fighting for what its postseason will look like, be it the NCAA tournament or the NIT or even the CBI. Uh, teams like Miami, Virginia, Wake Forest, uh, Syracuse. I mean, there, there's a whole bunch of question marks around a lot of the middle of the pack or even higher tier teams in the ACC standings right now. So Pitt really can't afford to stack any more losses because there were no impressive non-conference victories for this team. And honestly, I mean, it, it, it only has one legit win that's going to provide any sort of value for a resume. Yeah, and here's the problem. None of the teams they face the rest of the year are currently ranked. So they have 12 games left. Give me a number. What do they have to go? 10-2, and 11-1 the rest of the way to even be in the conversation? Or else they're going to have to win the ACC tournament. Yeah, I think I think eleven and one gets them into a, a serious spot in the conversation um, because I mean they they still have some quad one opportunities uh, playing at Wake Forest, hosting Wake Forest next week, playing at Clemson. I mean those are three really big games, and you have to assume that some of these teams are going to find their footing. Maybe a Virginia Tech who's looked decent as of late. Um, so there will be opportunities to add quad one and quad two wins. But the importance is to not only add those, but to avoid any ugly losses. And uh, even that, Joe, like I said, you're looking at a a team where they're going to be judged for what they did in the conference schedule, and the conference is not respected, aside from Duke and North Carolina and maybe Clemson a little bit. So I would say 11-1 and gets them in a pretty solid spot, 10-2 and or worse. Looking at, I think ten and two, you're still in the conversation, but you're going to have to make a deep run in that ACC tournament to really solidify any chances. All right, tell us about the scene at Duke the other night. What it was like before the game, during the game, and then certainly after the game when Henson jumped on the scorers' table and kind of gave the students the business. 
What did you think about yeah. everything that you saw at Cameron Indoor Stadium? I couldn't believe it. I mean, I, I, I rode down there and talked with Chris Carter about it, and neither of us expected that to be a relatively close game at all. I mean, Pitt matches up horribly against Duke. I know the Blue Devils had a couple of injuries, but, you know, when Duke has a starter out, he's replaced by a five-star freshman. So it's not like they're having a total drop-off in talent. The atmosphere was nuts, um, but it, to me, the moment where it really clicked that it's like, okay, well, they might actually win this was, I mean, Pitt started off hot, and we've seen them open up on big runs against other teams. But Duke responded with, I believe, a sixteen or thirteen to two run, and right after that run, the Panthers scored. I, I think responded with like a seven zero run to retake the lead, and that's when I thought, okay, well they're counterpunching here. And then when the foul trouble started happening early in the second half, the Henson technical, they didn't get disheveled. They 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 remained locked in. They got huge efforts from guys that they've needed more from this year. Guys like Henson, guys like Fetty Federico. And uh, it was impressive to see this all unfold because that's kind of the more than not this year. As far as the ending goes, I mean, I they, I just started recording. I just wanted to see what the celebration would be like when they pulled off this upset because I mean, it's the first time they'd won there since 1979. It's Cable's first win there. Uh, I, I, I was confident something was going to happen, but I did not anticipate Blake Henson jumping on a scorer's table 20 yards down from me. And uh, the reaction was incredible. It's one of those things that, you know, when you look back on your career 30, 40 years from now, I'll I'll point that one out. Just seeing all of that chaos unfold was truly remarkable. I loved it when he jumped up there. How did Capel feel about it? He didn't. Uh, He wouldn't say that he didn't love it, but uh, Blake Henson talked about uh, on the – AC, on ACC on the ACC network, how Jeff didn't really find that necessary. But I mean, that's, that's gonna happen. <laughs> and, boy, he played at Duke and he coached at Duke. I I can't yeah, imagine I he think, liked that. Yeah, and, and you know, but I think at the end of the day, if there's one guy who's gonna get away with doing it, it's him. I mean, this is his team, and you could tell early on in that game, just looking in his eyes, sitting courtside. I mean, that was the most determined I've ever seen him, and he plays with a lot of passion every single game. But just the way he was interacting with his teammates, the opposition, the, the crowd, he was he was locked in. And, and I knew – I had a feeling some sort of fireworks were going to take place. And, you know, and to his credit, I mean, he, he wasn't trying to, like, start a fight or anything. He just stood up there and looked down on him. And, you know, how many guys even get an opportunity to do that at Cameron Indoor Stadium? And that's something that Pitt fans will remember forever. Capel, sure, he didn't necessarily love it. But I think after a game like that, a performance from a player like that, you learn to live with Noah, how about, you know, you mentioned the two starters for Duke were out, two really good players, and I know their bench is deep, though. Will, like, the committee hold that against Pitt when they evaluate that win? I don't think it will a ton. I mean, it just depends on – I think if Pitt has additional wins to go off of it to show that, hey, like, it, it could also win in Winston-Salem, it could also win at Clemson – um, you know, if that's its only real notable road win, I think that, yes, that caveat will be brought back up. But, I mean, Jeremy Roach and Mark Mitchell weren't the guys that were hurting Pitt. The guys that were the problems were still on the floor, primarily being Kyle Filipowski. And they, they beat him up good. I mean, he didn't make a shot until three minutes left in the first half. And 
impact was minimal. I, I know he came on at the end. He still finished with 19 points and five rebounds, but those numbers are a lot lesser than what he typically does against this team. So I think that's something that will be noted, I guess, but I still think I mean, going to Cameron Indoor, losing four of your last five, if that's a point in time where you can look back as a rallying point for Pitt, then I don't know how much the injuries will be associated with that win. Noah, we appreciate the time, man. Thank you. Enjoy Miami. Enjoy Miami. I will do. do. See you, buddy. See ya. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ron, what happened to ACC basketball? I mean, this is... Last year, I was resistant to the idea that there had been major slippage. This year, it's undeniable. What the hell happened? Who did we have on last year that said that one of those, you know, the the uh, bracketologist. It was a Jerry Palm. Yeah, yeah, it was Jerry Palm who said basically the league stinks. Yeah, right. Didn't he? I mean, he flat out said, "Yeah, it stinks." And now, other than Duke and Carolina and maybe Clemson, it's worse. I mean, I'm looking at a story in the Raleigh News and Observer. Uh, there was a time not all that long ago when the ACC carried a certain kind of mystique and gravitas. When the mention of ACC basketball conjured positive meaning and envy, it was a lot of things to a lot of people, but universally it symbolized sustained greatness, the cultural and competitive peak of the sport, although Big East loyalists might disagree. Adam, one of them. And what is ACC basketball now? What happened? Uh, I miss Big East ball, Joe. More than anything, I miss Big East ball. I, I don't think it even compares the ACC. I don't know. I, I mean, they all add, obviously added some teams, Pitt among them, Syracuse. It's just, I mean, but the, the Bell Cows always were Carolina and Duke, right? I mean, and they're still really good. Well, Maryland's has a rich basketball yeah, history. I mean, Virginia has a recent basketball. I mean, Maryland has won a national yeah, title. Virginia and- won a national title, too. You're right. It just I, I, all seems to have dropped off. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's cyclical, whatever it is. The three or four year college standout went all but extinct. They make that point here. Um, yeah, because it's a lot of it's one and done. But they're making a comeback lately. It says because of because of NIL, they can now monetize themselves. And there's the transfer portal and things like that. But. It just seems to be the demise of a great basketball conference. It's sad to see and. Man, it just, it just feels like Pitt never fit. It never did. It never did. I think that's – Jamie wouldn't have been successful there. He was he, you know, he was a big East guy recruiting an East Coast, you know, from New York to D.C. down that way. I mean, I assume you miss the Big East too, don't you? Oh, my gosh, yes. I mean, it was so good, so competitive. Um, I, Pitt had to go for, to get a home for football. I get it. They had no choice but to go right. to the ACC. Right. But it's not a good fit for Pitt. It just isn't. And other than the second half of last season, it really hasn't been any kind of a success for Pitt. It's unbelievable, really, to look at, you know. And yet you look at national champions, and pretty recently you see Virginia, you see North Carolina, you see Duke. 
you see Duke, you see North Carolina, you see North Carolina, you see Syracuse, but they were back in the Big East. You see Maryland, you see Duke again. What's uh, happening to Virginia? I mean, I really like I don't that. Know. I like that I don't know. coach. Tony Bennett is a really good coach. Plus, you back in the day, back in the eighties and the seventies. Come on, you had NC State with Valvano. You had all those superstars, Dean Smith. Um, so many great, great players. One named Michael Jordan, <clears throat> I might remember. Yeah, with Sam Perkins and James Worthy and everybody else on those teams. I, I, Not so I guess much, maybe no. diluted. Diluted must be part of it. It's going to be further diluted. You know, what's SMU going to add to the mix here? When are they I coming? I forgot Rob? they even were coming in. Are they? Pitt, I, I lose think, track. I think Pitt plays them in football next year, if I'm not mistaken. This is a disaster. That's a game you don't want to miss. It, the, Pitt has 12 ACC games left. I think they're all in the ACC. Not one of the teams they play is ranked. How is that even mathematically possible? Because Clemson isn't ranked? No. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, they've gotten they've gone through the Dukes and Carolinas already. So, and I'm you know slightly depressed. I mean, from for that him to say they got to go ten and two, eleven and one, eleven and one for sure, ten and two maybe. Uh, they're not going to go. I, I I'll say it now, and I I love to be wrong. I don't think they're going to go ten and two the rest of the way. I don't think I bet on it, but they actually look really good to me right now. I think they are a team that's capable of a run. I do. I think they're very talented. I think it took a little bit longer for this team to come together. Last year's got hot right sort of out of the uh, well, non-conference. If Henson is shooting well, they can beat a lot of teams. Yeah, but a lot of nights he's not. A lot of nights. What was he, 4 or 17 one game? I mean, they have an ago. NBA player in Bub Carrington, I think. He's an NBA player. And I think that – I think I do. I think they're talented. I think they're talented enough to make a run, but they put themselves in a horrible position. Yeah, right last now. last year's team gelled so much better. This year's team is a lot more talented, but last year's everybody knew their role and had a fit specifically with all the transfers and guys yeah. that graduated last year. It it, it just worked. Six man of the year, Sabandi. The, the roster was maybe not deeper, but this year's is more talented. I agree. Last year's team hit hit rock bottom almost right out of the gates. They were one and three, and then they reeled off a bunch of wins, and they were eleven and four and four and zero oh in the ACC. They beat number 25, North Carolina, number 11, Virginia, in a row. So then you're off. Then you have a cushion. This team has no cushion. As he said, no no good wins in the off. I mean, they were 12 in, in the and 3 conference schedule. Right. They were 12 and 3 um, in, in the ACC at one point last year. 12. Remember, we were talking about the possibility of an ACC title until they lost three of their last four. So we'll see where that goes. It's very, very sad right now for me, but I still think there's hope. All right, Ron, I mentioned that our friend Sully, the football Sully, has an interview in the NFL now that the Steelers say he's not coming back. And Ed Bouchette, our old friend, and I'm not using the word old to mean Ed is old, but he is old. He is old. He's very, very old. Had quite the reaction to a suggestion on Mason Rudolph's next contract. Why don't we play those two things for you or talk about those two things next. The 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19, Peters Township. Celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week. From the baseball card, Castle and Cranberry, a Roberto Clemente card today from the general, Jeff Patton. At 
the baseball card castle. Contests run every Wednesday through Friday at noon at the 93.7thefan.com contesting page. I will also answer this question in the noon hour. Who's next on Hard Knocks? There's only three choices for the NFL. And we'll dive now, in. if the Steelers had missed the playoffs, they would have been eligible, right? I think without without the right of refusal. Without yes. the right of refusal. We'll talk about all of that fan weather. 53 today, 90% chance of rain. Brought to you by Sun Chevy. 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. SunChevy.com. After beating Duke on Saturday, Pitt Basketball has now won two games in a row, 72-64 against Georgia Tech. Bob Carrington, the leading scorer for Pitt yesterday with 19 points. Panthers Saturday at Miami, 215 on the road. Headlines, Power Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more, go to 937thefan.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.